0: Welcome
1: to Entering Storybrooke, a Once Upon a Time podcast,
0: where we rewatch and analyze the ABC show. Before we begin, our podcast artwork was designed by Nickel Anarchy,
2: and our theme song was created by Taylor Paisley French.
1: Be aware, this podcast contains spoilers for the Once Upon a Time series. Welcome to Entering Storybrooke, a Once Upon a Time rewatch and analysis podcast. You're joined today by three watches stored in a locker in a bus station in Portland, who have been cursed to believe they're adult podcasters i'm robert
0: i'm fran and i'm darian
1: and today we're looking at season two episode six tallahassee this episode was released november 4th 2012 and was written by christine bolin and jen and jane espenson it was directed by david m barrett notably on this day the top movie in the box office is wrecked ralph one more night by maroon five is number one on the charts we have talked a lot about this fucking Lincoln book that is still number one. I guess kids in 2012 just really liked reading about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so I just say we get to go to second place. And second place is John Green's The Fault in Our Stars. Whoa. Wow. More than 10 years ago. Can't believe it. And on this day, <laughs> Mitt Romney and Barack Obama are campaigning to, max- to maximize their votes by going to Iowa and Wisconsin, Obama. And Romney goes to Ohio. Okay. And listen, I'm pretty sure there's other interesting thing that's happened, but remember especially for Darian, remember when the last properly like not batshit crazy election mm-hmm. was, hey, here's Obama yeah. and here's the guy who wants to turn the com- the country into a company and that was the worst case scenario.
0: <sighs> what a simpler time.
1: What a simpler time. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy
2: New Year. <laughs> oh. It's a fun year. Already.
1: <laughs> New year, but same old traditions. You know what time it is, right?
2: It's time to spin that wheel. Oh yeah! Wow, my brain just short circuited real quick.
1: <laughs> Imagine forgetting that we have this bit where one of us now has to recap, and the wheel is spinning. Who will be the recap?e Recap her. Recap a. It will be Darian.
0: Hey, I think Thank if it's Darian, we call it the victim.
1: <laughs> let's go with the victim that works just as well All so right. someone set a timer for darian uh, i
2: i can i, you,
1: I can, you can or you cannot
2: um i i can but i need to reach my phone
1: i have my phone right here if you just want me to do it okay <laughs> i'm okay. just thinking now about that winnie the pooh bit where rabbit is in a hole and they're like, can you tie a knot? No, I cannot. You cannot. No, I cannot not.
2: Oh <laughs> rabbit. I love that bit. I love Winnie the Pooh.
1: Winnie the Pooh is timeless. Darian, are you ready? I am. Speaking speaking of timeless, you have less time starting now.
0: All right. So in Fairy Tale Land, you got Emma and snow with aurora and mulan and captain hook and they've got to climb a beam stock to get a magic bean well no they don't have to get a magic bean they have to climb the bean stock to get a compass to use to get back to their world apparently uh but only two of them can climb up there because magic so it's emma and captain hook and they climb all the way up and have weird quote unquote sexual tension and flirting That was also in quotes. Uh, Meanwhile, we are interlaced with flashbacks of Emma's tragic backstory, TM, of which she met uh, Henry's the man that we know to be Henry's father, whose name is apparently Neil, and uh, this body and Clyde, a life of crime act, and that ultimately ends in him being convinced by August, yes, he's back, to leave Emma and let her go to jail Uh, Because she has a great destiny that she needs to fulfill, she can't do that with him. That's her whole thing, and she's pregnant in prison. And uh, they get the compass. There's some stuff with the giants. Henry's been having nightmares.
1: Yay! And that's time. That's honestly, I mean, that's pretty concise. I can't lie. We'll get into the rest. Yeah, we'll get into the rest. So I I almost said fellas. We we are in a group right now of non-fellas, but fellas, (laughs) fellas is a vibe. Fellas, fellas, what did we think of the episode?
2: It was I. That's fine. it wasn't fantastic and it wasn't bad it was an episode
1: now i was gonna say this is the episode where you two are and collected and i'm having bi panic every two <laughs> seconds between but for fucking uh captain swan
0: yes uh, yeah here's the thing i keep getting sw- getting swung back and forth wildly on like i'm into it and then i'm like fuck this shit and then i'm into it again and then fuck this shit so it was a roller coaster um I feel guilty that I'm not more invested in the episode with Emma's tragic backstory TM than I am whenever we get like Regina's tragic backstories TM. I, and I think the I reason is acting. Thought.
2: Yes, definitely acting. No offense to Jennifer, of course. No offense to Jennifer. It's not her fault. It's not all. her fault. It's just that it's literally the writers, firstly, don't know how to write a 15 year old. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> just saying <Yeah. laughs> and also playing a grown woman who is at that point in time jennifer was like 30 but trying to play a 15 16 year old girl yeah yeah i mean it's not ever gonna be easy is it
0: but you look listen we can flash back to the first regina flashback character stable boy episode and i believe with my heart that regina is like maybe 17 18 19 years old with my whole heart i think she's like 18 yeah i believe it i know lana is an adult woman i believe regina is 18 years old in that and i think they thought they could just pull that same trick again and listen again no no shame to jennifer she does a great job in other things There is just a... Listen, Lana just is made of something different.
2: Yeah. It's also... It doesn't help that the episodes are back to back. Like, we are having, like, top-tier class child acting, basically, from a grown woman in the previous episode with all the grief, mm -hmm. all the devastation. And then we're getting Emma's backstory, which it's... Like, she's getting the worst of it in this episode. But at the same time, it's not hitting the same because we've just had... The most emotionally mm-hmm. devastating previous episode yeah. with mm. Regina. But I think I think this episode could have been because you see what
0: happens to Emma is devastating and heartbreaking and it has turned her into this like very closed off very jaded person very hesitant to trust like we've seen everything she's going to just to open up to henry and now we see her like with her mother and is trying to like open up with snow in this other place and is having a hard time with it and then how she betrays hook at the end of the episode which like listen i i loved it but also it's like emma you don't have to like she didn't have to because he actually at that point hadn't done anything to deserve to what shall she treat him she does it because she doesn't trust him out of yeah. the justify but i think the whole thing is like he but has, she doesn't know that yet yeah well yes later on in that moment he has fulfilled his end of the bargain has helped her didn't lead her astray put himself in harm's way when the giant thing so they could pull off their thing like he actually hasn't done anything that would merit her like leaving him behind except yet. she admits Yet, but that's the key. It's the yet thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Her whole thing is because she, like, I can't risk the fact that you will betray me. And that, I feel like, is Emma, because she is having, because of what happened we saw with Neil, how he betrayed her. Because she is having this, like, intense, like, conversation, like, vibes with Hook. She is, like, remembering. Okay, this is something else we never talk about. When we have flashback episodes, they always are, like, or most often reflected on, like, the characters, whatever they're doing right now the characters are remembering it right like we are seeing them like in the as they're going through this stuff that is happening in present day are they also like really like thinking about that stuff that happened to them
2: I think in some cases yes but not all the time yeah not all the time I think I think Regina's previously like just to kind of tie this together because they are both backstory episodes in Regina's case I definitely could see her thinking about it because it's very connected like when she finds out What's going on? And yeah. Doctor Wells brought Daniel back and all that sort of stuff. It's very reflective. Like she's probably explicitly thinking of that moment in the past where mm-hmm. he told her it didn't work, but as she now knows, he was t- lying through his teeth. Yeah. Um. So I could see that be the being the similar situation here. I just don't know if it's fully trans. <sighs> What's the word I want to use here? I don't think communicated? it communicated. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not as well communicated. I don't know if it connects as well as it could have, because I feel like there could have been a few more connective yeah. elements of the situation there. Because, like, do, do they have the conversation between Neil and Emma about being orphans? I don't remember if they do now. My mm, brain's blanking. No, don't not here. Think but
1: Definitely not here. They just have the yeah. conversation of, they just sort of bond over being thieves. That's really it.
2: Okay, because that's where I feel like if they wanted to have that connective thread properly, uh-huh. Her and Neil talking about being their own family because they don't have one and being each other's family would connect perfectly to that conversation uh-huh. that she has with Hook about how he can tell she's an orphan. Yeah. Because she has the same look in her eyes like the Lost Boys did. Yeah. Like it would have been a perfect like mirror image sort of situation of like having a deep conversation mm-hmm. with someone she's having chemistry with about similar topics, but then leads her down a different that path of yeah. like, I can't. I can't trust this guy
0: yeah I think he does have the thing where he's asked like oh have you ever been in love before and she says she lies and says no and then we that's when we start cutting to Neil
2: yeah, yeah that's it, true
0: that's more of like a story structure like the way the episodes are presented I think Fran you're right sometimes it is very much like oh yes the characters these are the memories they're experiencing and sometimes it feels more like it's it's not quite as related my point yeah. being, she le- decides to leave Hook behind solely be- based on her negative experience with Neil and actually very little based on her experience with Hook. And so I think that is meant to show us that this experience has is still like a pain she carries. It's still something that like broke her so badly. It's still the reason she
2: struggles so much.
1: And yet! <laughs> and, <laughs> and
2: yet! And yet! I do I do completely get your reasoning, though, Darren, because like, in that moment, it doesn't make sense, even though we, the audience, know mm-hmm. he is working with Korra this entire time. Yeah. Because he have been shown in like the previous, not the, was it the previous episode or the one episode the, before
1: v- that? One of them.
2: It was like in the end of Crocodile,
1: he's with Korra. Yeah, Cora. I believe so. Yeah, there but, but
2: he has been up front about that. When they, uh,
0: when Emma gets... But them, he says
2: he's not with her anymore. So he's slightly... That's well, where I, the yeah. lie is, isn't I it? Think, that he's saying that he left her.
0: Well, because they cause he was supposed to trick them. And when it didn't work, he's like, all right, all right, I was working with Cora. But if you could help me, I'll work with you. Like, so that's, I think it is, he was willing to throw it. He says like, I'm going to throw my lot in with whoever gets me to fucking Storybrook, okay? So if it's you, it's you. If it's her, it's her. Like, I'll work with whoever. I won't betray whoever's got my best interest in this moment. So I, That's true. so I think in the moment we we are supposed to believe that he isn't going to betray them.
2: Yeah. And then Emma yeah. betrays him. And so yeah. what happens I can, next I can kind of see it.
0: Okay. Would it have worked better if they had just cast a 15, 16 year old to play the flashbacks?
2: I see this is the problem. I don't think it would have worked considering we need to know Neil's face. <sighs> Yeah. For later on. But
0: do we? Because, okay, because it's the association with the postcard thing. Here's a mysterious guy from the top. But then August says in the episode, I'll send you a postcard. So we he they could have cast a younger, like an actor to play this role. And then we the audience just remember, because they showed previously on. We see this mysterious guy with a oh, postcard. Yeah. Or maybe he keeps the goddamn keychain that he gave Emma, and we see that we get a flashback to this dude with the postcard again, and we get, oh, holy shit, it's Neil. But
2: yeah i mean technically they yeah they could have just used oh we well, know because they can't use belfry
1: <laughs> they can't that's, that's,
2: oh, that, no. is, is that why that they could can, be why, because they
0: can't actually use because he would that look the same why. he's a t- no they could yeah. fuck it i'll buy it he went to neverland forever he came back changed give me a magic reason don't do this <laughs>
1: You're yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: yelling at them I'm not I'm sorry for that cold. no you're
1: yelling at... at me I'm getting I'm getting sad you're yelling at <laughs> I'm me. I'm
0: sorry Robert I didn't, I didn't mean to raise my voice I have I have a lot of <laughs> feelings but I need to learn how to communicate them appropriately <laughs> it's it's weird it's they okay because it it's so I think this is the most of the episode do does anybody want to talk about the giant and the being stuck thing does anybody care
1: uh not particularly <laughs> it was such a weak like i get what they were trying to go for but they were also bad there's a scene where emma successfully traps the giant and then gather by the way i kind of do like how they reworked the jack and the beanstalk story mm-hmm. i don't know if that's just me i kind of like that jack it fought in some kind of giants war and he was a giant slayer and then he died fighting giants
2: yeah jack giant killer yeah i i do feel the need that The show itself contradicts that in, like, five episodes? The show contradicted
1: itself with this whole August thing.
0: Well, it's supposed to that's That's what we get in this episode. So Hook says, the giants are evil. They went to war with the giants and slayed them all. And the giants destroyed all their beings to keep humans from being able to use them as their one last act of defiance. And only the biggest and most evil giant has survived. And in this very episode, we meet this giant who says, humans killed all of my family. I'm alone. They destroyed everything. This is my memory that humans can't be trusted. He blames them. And Emma says, that's not the story I heard. And he's like, well, the victors get to write the story.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll uh-huh. it's, a, it's a good thing. That's just based in fiction. The victors definitely don't write, write their own fictitious telling of the wars that they won. Right? Right? Britain. Uh, every- <laughs> I wasn't prepared. America is also very guilty America. of
0: that. Everyone is. We always want to make yeah. ourselves out to have fought a just war.
1: So yeah, Emma captures the giant, and she holds Jack's sword, which she deduces as some sort of poison that will hurt and or kill the giant. Mm-hmm. And she holds it like right in front of his eye, keeps threatening him until he gives up the the compass. She just apparently and has. He <laughs> just apparently has on him. But also, he has a line where he's like, you know, it doesn't matter what I say; you're gonna kill me anyway. You're you're all you humans are the same. And Emma's like, no, we're not. While she's still threatening to stab him.
2: Yeah, Emma's and dumb. It's, it's uh, in the nicest rudely, way. <laughs> she just, in she the nicest way.
0: Much like Regina, Emma comes on really strong. <laughs> if only they
2: did that with each other.
1: <laughs> By the way, shout out to. So back in the regular world, the real world, mm-hmm. the real world, when Neil and Emma are doing their little heist on that pharmacy or whatever it was. Shout out to the Apollo candy bars, this fictional candy bar that exists in Lost in this show, in oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: I didn't know that. That's fun. I,
1: I only also- know about it because of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I caught it when they're, oh, hey, the, the, those are Apollo bars. Nice. I did not know they were fake. They are fake. Okay. Actually, because I actually looked this up. Um, at se- On 7.15 a.m., which I believe is an episode we've covered, right? That's like the second episode, first episode.
2: Yeah, uh, second episode. Yeah, I
1: think. seven fifteen a.m. Um, oh my god, what the hell am I talking about? Seven fifteen a.m. Jennifer Goodwin really like those were real chocolates, but they were all wrapped up, and Jennifer Goodwin really wanted some dark chocolate, and she went through all the Apollo bars, but they were all milk chocolate.
0: I think you could have asked one of the people who are in charge of props.
1: Probably, but I don't know. I guess I don't know it how it TV sets like, work, but <laughs> yeah.
2: I, well, they have runners. That's specifically the yeah, job someone, of a runner, like, I believe. I guess believe. you're like, oh, they're
0: right here. I don't have to bother anybody. I'm just going to keep going through this. Someone's no. <laughs> Jen, why would they be different yeah. types
2: of chocolate? That doesn't even make sense, babe.
1: Can I go over my bi-panic scenes? There there are two in yes, particular. Please.
2: Yes, and then we'll get to uh, the childhood trauma. Uh-huh. Um,
1: uh, yeah. So the first, I don't know which one I like more. So there's one where at the beginning, when they're like figuring out who has to go up the beanstalk, and Emma is like, I'm going to go with Hook, and Emma gives him the hook back. He says, thank you, my lady, and winks, and I'm like, mm, I'm so fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is when they finish climbing the beanstalk, and they're up in the giant's like, lair area, mm-hmm. Emma had cut her hand, Yeah, and and hook i don't believe that man's ever been to medical school uh <laughs> takes some rum and just dumps it on her cut and then wraps it but they're like very close and intimate with each other while he's wrapping her hand and mm-hmm. i'm like mm, by panic yes and that's he has exactly to use his teeth
0: to tighten it because one hand's got it so his teeth have to yeah that's in, in,
1: top in a tier. different scenario mm-hmm. in a different scenario hook using his teeth to pull on the i'm not gonna finish
2: a different scenario with a in later cases a different character i'd be all for it listen i just like the setup i'm like, I like yes the setup. That,
0: that works for me this nonsense works for me
2: uh the execution,
0: the execution. is
2: dumb it always also, is though. speaking
1: also speaking yeah. of that giant slayer area we erica has told us to not make fun of the budget of a television show for their cgi uh,
0: erica's not here
1: Erica's not here, and the CGI, when Hook and Emma have to look small in a big environment, is really stretching itself thin.
0: When Emma's on the statue, waiting, and she's like, Joel, the giant's coming! And it's just like, and it's like... Okay, but, Im- okay, okay. Now imagine this, but with, like, that Mandalorian tech we've got
2: now. That would be cool. Like,
0: all of those, but here's, okay, I think the biggest problem is that, I will give it, at least they have actual physical things in this space. I think that's a real yeah. problem we seem to have with it. It's fine if like, oh, the background's clearly fake. But if they were like, at least with actual things, I think we would be like, yeah, whatever. The background's silly, but they have a set that they're working in. It's always just green screen and it's always going to be wonky as hell. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I do kind of wish they didn't rely on green screen as much because there are a lot of things you do not need green screen mm-hmm. for
1: shout out to the only room we see in the giant's house which is his treasure room that's just full of the fakest looking digital Digital gold coins i've ever seen
0: that's like falling as he's walking and you're like does he just restack it every time i guess he doesn't have anything else to do his whole family's dead he doesn't have television what else is he gonna do
1: (laughs) this is where i watch my parents die Raphael. (laughs) cow (laughs) bummer
2: oh that but i guess maybe he looks out of the window and looks down at earth and like you
1: bastards probably um, or whatever the equivalent of earth is for the enchanted forest do they ever where the fuck is the enchanted forest is this earth too <laughs> is the crime syndicate somewhere around or it's are we like a, a, a few
2: five one eight the prime meridian plane
1: mm, or okay. that
2: um <laughs> yeah i i do like that they keep bringing lost actors back i'm not gonna As lie they
1: should Honestly, ABC is like, "Hey, remember Lost? Here's one of the most important characters from Lost playing the giant."
2: Yeah, and then the other playing Bell.
1: <laughs> and then the other playing Bell. Yes. I I'm not a huge Lost fan. I didn't really get into it.
2: Yeah, she's one of the main characters at least for the really? first couple of seasons, yeah.
1: All I know is the she has meme. A big that's plot. like, all I know is the meme that's like, "The numbers, Mason. What do they mean?" <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's funny
1: um, but what do the numbers mean
2: I don't I'm know but they play with numbers a lot in Once Upon a Time as well they just never went anywhere with it because yeah. like I'm not going to talk about it <laughs> i okay. get annoyed
0: the show forgot that Emma had Henry when she was 18 right 17 the show forgot
1: a lot of freaking things in this episode they also forgot that um, maths exists that they also forgot that August didn't go looking for Emma until the clock started ticking again. In no, he d- in in
0: he just didn't start looking for her again until the st- clock started ticking.
1: Really? Because I remember specifically some sort of dialogue that he was just like, "Oh, I was in Thailand yeah. or wherever he was, and then I started feeling the pain that yeah. I felt, or some, some some crap like that." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'm like. I guess that that was supposed to imply he didn't like he abandoned her in the orphanage uh-huh. and he didn't start looking for her until the clocks the clock started ticking. But I guess now with this new information, he looked for her two years before or like two, ten years before.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, ten years before.
1: I think, be. that,
0: and was, I think that's fine. I think that's actually fine because he oh, it, it, it's fine. To, I think it doesn't undermine what he did because it means he still fucked up and ran off to wherever he was at and was just enjoying like pleasure island because he stole $20,000 from Emma.
2: Oh yeah. I oh, mean
0: I need to put a pin yeah. in that. Let's talk about
2: I mean she... was it was it Emma's money He yes. did
0: not
1: steal it from Emma? Yes, it was Emma's money. He just money. took it from Neil.
0: Neil said this is for oh, Emma. Oh yeah,
1: no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the
0: car. Okay. Okay. In the Cinderella episode, Ashley is 19.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and Emma's when she's like, "Oh, I'm 19," and Emma says, "I was 18,"
2: so she gave birth to Henry when she was 18 years old. But they got that wrong. How I worked out the I worked out the maths for it. So okay. it's Emma's 28th birthday we have when Henry about turns that. up. Yeah, yeah, but Henry is it's born 11. in August, and he was 10 when he turned up to find her. Emma's birthday is October, so that means. She was not yet eighteen by the time that Henry was born. She was only just coming up to eighteen. Okay. So I guess based on birth dates.
0: So that kind of discrepancy, I think we have to take it as an error with dating, but we have to take what Emma actually says as the truth. Yes. So she was eighteen. The birthdays mean she couldn't have been, but the episode the but what they say is what they intended and then they fucked up the birthdays.
2: Yeah, yeah. So although ironically they
0: do the birthdays
2: first
1: fucking up how old your characters are who's writing this rick riordan
0: oh so so i love that i I forgot we did talk about it but i think since emma does say she was 18 i think she's supposed to be 18 when henry is born and he's supposed to have been born before so so she's 16 or 17 years old when she and Neil first start hanging out it's unclear how much time they spend together she were pregnant for about 10 months maybe she was did about... they say two years I not I August said he'd been looking for her for two years but I think I don't know if that relates to when they got together because
1: neil was definitely around for at least those two years because he made reference he was like and where were you for the past two years like i was here for her i'm good for her something he said something along those lines
0: okay no i guess that's fair
2: he's like i've been here the whole time so maybe they so haven't been running around for minimum. two years yeah like 15 16 is around the age emma most likely met okay neil okay and so i think I mean, we've already talked about Neil being Balefire. Are we
0: going to do full spoilers on this to talk about? Or are we going to...
2: You might as we might well. As well. It's cares? not that, it's not that long until that's revealed anyway, episode-wise. So... Uh,
0: is Neil supposed to be roughly the same
2: age as Emma? I think he's older, if I'm honest.
1: He definitely has to be, because he was like a teenager when he went into the real world through the, through the bean. Mm-hmm
2: but oh but then full spoilers for later on that's but, what i was talking and about then he did stuff. go to
1: neverland yeah, yeah that's true
2: yeah and he wasn't in the real world for an extended period of time no he had just met the darlings
0: in the 19th century london and so then he goes to yeah. neverland and he's there and then gets brought back at some point in time it's not clear when exactly yeah <clears throat> but the problem is I think you're right, he is supposed to be much, much older because he asked Emma, do you want to get a drink?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I did not even pick up. Although, but I guess maybe teenagers do drink. I mean, yes. They drink illegally. Yes, there's underage drinking. But the
0: way he says it is, let's talk about it over a drink, like he's asking her out to get a drink. And, well, he could have fake IDs and stuff, I guess. But he doesn't know how old she is. No. So he would have Trained to be assuming. Here's the thing. It isn't the problem. There's so much like naive, childish decisions that they're making in this episode, which is intentional. You have because Emma's supposed to be 15, 16 years old, but she just got out of the system. How old are you when you
2: Oh well, she she left, she oh, she left ran the away. system? She, That's right. She, she runs ran away. from the system. Yeah, she it's 16 away. That you're kicked out of the system, I believe.
1: I think it's eight. say something about how she would be safe in the system, but now that she's out, she's in danger or something like that? Yeah. Which doesn't
2: make sense, Which because I'm pretty make- sure it's 16. Because like I know here in the UK, at least, I, I admit, I'm going based on UK stuff, but uh-huh. like in the UK, it used to be 18, but then the government said, fuck them kids, and reduced it to 16. I think it is still 18 uh, here. I don't know for uh, sure, okay. but
0: I'm I think it is still 18. Yeah. It could vary state by state, though. Yeah. But regardless... She's not of legal drinking age. Uh, 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 they're just, but they're, but they've just, she's just got out of the system. It doesn't really matter. She's still basically a kid stealing a car, running around doing this Bonnie and Clyde thing, like not really perceiving the consequences of their actions, which would make more sense if you had a couple teenagers running around doing this.
2: Yeah. Which he definitely, <laughs> no offense remotely to the actor they casted for Neil, but the man's got gray hairs. Playing seemingly a teenager, and
0: scruffy, also the scruffy face hair,
2: which I'm no and any eighteen year old would wish for that. I wonder
0: if that's why it looks so bad. Is that they trying to make it look like an eighteen year old trying to make himself look older by like growing that patchy face hair in? Um, but it doesn't work. It just makes him look unkempt and creepy.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He it gave Stranger Danger. Oh, big time of like, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And meanwhile, with with Jennifer, they just have her pull back her hair into a high ponytail, which is the same trick and wear, they glasses. Pull, and, and wear glasses, which is the same trick they pull with Lana when she's young. Regina, they have her pull her hair back.
1: They yeah. just decided to make her look like Supergirl.
0: She just looks like a school teacher. Also, glasses don't make you look younger. They age you up. You show glasses to demonstrate time has passed.
2: Yes. Ironically though, I just, because it just makes me laugh so much. So I think it was someone on Tumblr because like the Once Upon a Time fans mm-hmm. be on uh, this shit and pointing out how stupid stuff is. <laughs> so this version of Emma, of her appearance, when we, uh, in, in a future season where we have Emma meet as a much, actually casting a young actress this yes, time. Yes, like the Snow Queen. At 15 or 14 years old, Meets a best friend who is also 14 and or 15. Mm -hmm. Lily. Yeah. So that is meant to be one year before this point. (laughs) It was clear
1: The timeline is messed up.
2: (laughs) It's it's
0: very clearly just a it it was clearly a decision on the part of like the creative team, the director, the showrunners to just have her play so the audience understands. And I think that was ultimately detrimental to this episode specifically because you're looking at Emma Mm -hmm. and you're like, you're a grown-up. I get, I don't even understand how old she's supposed to be. But it's like they're playing pretend, they're playing house, they're running around, they're being stupid, they're doing naive things because they're kids. So they should have been kids because I think that makes everything a little bit more painful. And I think it gives, would inherently make you forgive Neil a little bit more. For letting Emma, for leaving her like that and believing August when he said this is what it had to do. Because August mm. is much older. You can keep August. August can be the same actor.
2: Yeah, I was literally, thinking, I was gonna, I was reaching my hand out and it's was just like, oh, shouldn't he be? And I was like, wait, no, no. He was like seven years old when yeah. Emma was a baby. So that makes sense. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck August. Yeah, that, it's just, it was a really weird choice for, and I feel like, because the, they did, I As much as I love Lana playing young Regina, mm-hmm. because she does it so incredibly well. She can do well. it. She can do it. But they should have still had a young actor. They should have still had, because you would see the extent of the trauma. You would, like, the amount of pain that I think... I've seen, like, someone who actually looks like a child, who is a child, mm-hmm. experience first-hand physical abuse, first-hand trauma from a parent, and then in the same case for Emma, yeah. seeing this abandonment, seeing how young she looks how hopeless she is in this kind of world of like she's literally a child having to steal a car to Uh be able to have somewhere to live
1: i also i think that would add more to the trauma oh sorry i I have a complaint about that scene i don't think that's how you steal a car i don't i think if you just smack a screwdriver into the ignition starter you break the ignition starter
0: (laughs) it's a really old bug
1: I still don't think that's how you do it. I still think if you don't quite, if you (laughs) just smash your way through and break through the pattern of the key, I think you just fuck up. And, and like when the cop pulls them over, they're able to easily pull out the screwdriver and put in the key. I'm like, no dude, that, that keyhole is fucked. There's no way.
0: I have no opinion on this. I've never tried to steal a car. I actually thought (laughs) you
1: haven't. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you about stealing cars. It's very fun.
0: (laughs) I, I actually thought their meet cute with the car thing was very charming for this kind of relationship where she steals a car that he's in the back of and she's like, Oh shit, it's your car. And then realizes, Oh, you've all, you this is a stolen car. You stole the car first. I think that's funny. Like, I thought that was like charming for a way for these two characters to end up together. Like I was delighted by that, to be honest. Oh yeah. But if I, but I would have been more delighted if they were kids. Cause it makes sense for, it's like, you've all made stupid decisions here. You have no idea what you're doing. And, 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 you're just trying to do your best in a world where no one else is looking out for you.
2: Yeah. And I say this a lot. It's just like they don't show young people enough and like the experiences of the young mm-hmm. in the show
1: of the young
2: <laughs> <laughs> beyond Henry and Snow White. Yeah. And like Henry it makes sense cuz like that's the whole point. Yeah. But like if they'd shown a young Regina and a young Emma experiencing these terrible, horrific things and all the bad stuff that happens. Like, just imagine seeing someone who looks like a 17-year-old mm-hmm. being arrested. Yeah.
1: yeah. By and the like, way...
2: The, the, oh, devastation on her face as well mm-hmm. with that. That would hit. Same with, like, Regina losing Daniel in her arms. Her looking like a 18-year-old girl yeah. with the love of her life dying in her arms. I mean, it would hit it hits anyway for the it Regina does. one, but I just feel like you it would hit point. so much harder. Yeah, it would hit harder. And you'd feel like you'd understand it a little bit more because, like, mm-hmm. this is a child basically this, yeah. experiencing so much. Like, and you're just so everything's so much more intense at that age as well. Yeah. That, like, you would kind of understand why Regina has kept this grudge. Yeah, because it happened yeah. to her as a child
1: mm-hmm. by the way the whole scene where um neil is forced to like double cross her because august is like it's her destiny blah blah, blah. um th- that's not how the police would arrest her where the policeman is like do you know your rights yeah and then he just starts coughing her i'm like no dude you, you asked her questions pertaining to to the case like you need to read her her rights or if she was smart she could like well she's not throw throw out the case yeah, yeah that's the unfortunate part she could have thrown out the case definitely and been like he didn't read my rights he just said do you know them and i'm like yeah because i was scared and that that would have that would have that would have been a mistrial maybe
0: only if she had a good lawyer
2: yeah and she has no money so she and definitely... then
1: this is where uh they we get the crossover into better call saul <laughs> and saul's her lawyer
2: yeah I was, I was gonna, gonna say it's wild. i'm glad you said so i was gonna say if you say like svu or law and order or something like that
1: oh, like so i would say no they only... wouldn't
2: help her they would blame her she that's would go the... to prison yeah so
1: i only know one famous lawyer of any fiction or two i guess was the other which one Jared level? The, the... yes <laughs> so three a fiction <laughs> it's attorney and it's uh. just me um it's just
2: uh Oh, I've actually forgotten her name. I was just going to say, yeah.
1: technically. She-Hulk, yeah. Hulk, yeah. Fucking Carol yeah. Danvers. No, that's, no, that's, that's, not that's Captain right Marvel. Person. Jennifer Walters. That's Captain Marvel. Jennifer, Jennifer Walters. Walters. There we go.
2: I was also going to say Viola Davis, but then I was like, wait, no, that's the actress, not the character from How to Get Away with Murder. Ah, uh, what a good show. What a wild show. Yeah. So what this show, show, this wild show, Yeah. It's fine. It would have been better if they had kids. Yeah, they should have just have the kids <laughs> it would have do been it.
1: Better if they had kids. Do we like the lore being dropped about the sleeping curse? I love where
0: that.
1: All three people who have been affected by the sleeping curse up to this point are are having nightmares specifically about being in a red room with like a shadowy figure at the other side of the of the room. Oh, it was
2: surrounded by fire! The fire! As well. The curtains surrounded are on fire. F-
1: the curtain on fire. Everything's red. There's a shadowy figure you you can like barely see the face of. I think they say, and I need to give props to David's actor at the end yeah henry is not even because it's sweet so henry has a nightmare at the end which is the exact same nightmare and you know david is consoling him and that's cute but also you can see in his face he doesn't say a word about it you can see in his face that he recognizes the exact same story Mm -hmm. that snow Mm -hmm. would have told him because snow would have absolutely told him hey i'm having nightmares about being in a weird fiery red room
0: yeah yeah, because and we see the same thing because it's Aurora's talking about how she doesn't sleep much now. She has nightmares and Snow's like, hey, it's OK. Rest. my uh." When I would have nightmares after the sleeping curse, Charming would light a candle for me and keep the nightmares away and watch over me as I slept. You go to sleep. I'll watch over you. And when she wakes up from the nightmare and explains it to Snow, you see her like kind of put her arms around herself and like kind of grab her chest a little bit as it's like there's something familiar but then she says she sees someone else and that does take her back a little bit because snow wouldn't have seen anyone else in the room it would have just been Mm. all fire because there were at that point to our knowledge there was no one else yeah Mm. so but i liked snow taking care of aurora and like hey fall asleep i'll watch over you and i liked uh david being like good grandpa and taking care of henry it made my heart feel really warm
2: yeah, I did like that as well. I did have that momentary bit of just like, I want Mulan to wake up and say I'll watch over her because gay.
0: Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> right? When she wakes up and she's panicking, Mulan just stands there like, I I, I don't know. I don't
2: know. She's like I'm screaming not in lie. her sleep. Mulan is kind like yeah. of like me. Anytime I've had a girlfriend who's had like a nightmare of some kind or just like a rough night's sleep, I am that person or I am that meme of I will have a broom And I will stroke their back being like,
1: they're there. There,
2: It's okay. Is that what you need? (laughs) Just from a distance.
1: (laughs) It's like, what can I do to help you? Would you like to get some chicken nuggets? I can do that. (laughs) I can I cannot provide like I think you need therapy at this point. Do you yes? Do you want me to
2: fight? This is where she just pulls her sword. Do you want me to fight them? (laughs) Do you want me
1: to fight the dreams? Oh, if Mulan. only,
0: if only, if only the woodpecker only. cries.
1: <laughs> you useless! Damn it! I was about to say that. <laughs> oh. Too
2: slow, bitch. Wait, wait, which? Oh, you were saying the woodpecker? I, I think yeah. I, I think <laughs> you're going. If with only if going
1: only with the woodpecker sighs.
2: And that's me. If only she wasn't a useless lesbian. <laughs> that's where I was. All really. of the above. <laughs> yes. So that's really it,
0: I think. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say personally. I love the, the like hinting at more lore of like the sleeping curse because I love when magic has more stakes. They like go on about like magic comes with a price. But usually that price is like a tangible thing you pay to get whatever magic thing you want to use. It isn't hmm. often that we actually see ramifications of magic or like after effects of magic. And so I'm like really, really into this sleeping curse thing.
2: Yeah. I do wish that like I will say just for later on I was always an, a bit annoyed that they did kind of drop it. Oh, really suddenly. So for plots, sure, for dude. sure, for they sure did, it goes really away. Do.
1: Literally, once they go to Neverland, they just drop anything interesting they were building up in seasons 1 and 2.
0: Yeah. I, was, I think I like Neverland.
1: I don't know. Neverland Neverland's entertaining. But there's a bunch of things that they're building up or trying to build up in these first two seasons that don't really get a payoff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about one of them in the next episode. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm excited for that. So I guess we can all agree. Okay, I know we can't agree. You guys were like our storyline standout is the sleeping curse side effects. And I'm like Captain Swan. (laughs)
2: <laughs> get, <Yeah>. out. <laughs> get out get
0: <laughs> out
1: and it's not even the most toxic ship i like from this show
0: i know no.
2: you're, you're a problem <laughs> you're the leader of the toxic ships
1: yeah. i why am i like this why can't i be normal
2: uh trauma
1: fuck okay so <laughs> what are characters were invested in this episode <laughs>
2: Emma and Mulan because I'm gay and have trauma. <laughs> uh, for me,
0: it was Henry because, like, like I said, the sleeping curse thing is like really cool, and and also I have no emotional investment in Aurora, so it's Henry.
1: Yeah, fuck them kids.
0: <laughs> also, I think it's, um... sorry. Uh, I think it's because. You know, oh, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, their whole thing is around the sleeping curse thing. But like Henry being like this kid from the real world having to deal with the ramifications of this magical curse that was put on him by accident, I think that's also yeah. why I find it really interesting that he's the one that's going to have to deal with it.
2: Yeah.
1: If I had a nickel for every time a Grimm's fairy tale princess. Snow White and Sleeping Beauty are both Grimm's tale, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: If I had a nickel for every time a Grimm's princess was put underneath a sleeping curse only to be awoken by her true love in some way, shape or form, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice.
0: I feel like you might have more nickels than that, but I'd have to look into
1: it. I might. The other thing, uh, there's one last thing I want to point out before we leave, which is another that anyone catch the wizard of Oz reference.
0: Robert, did you want to talk about the character you were invested in? I did interrupt you.
1: Yeah. Okay. So character I'm invested in uh, the giant, all alone the pause in his face when he's like i'm alone i think that calls back to the conversation emma and hook had while they were on the beanstalk the Mm -hmm. the face of an orphan
2: yeah oh yeah oh (laughs) and we just didn't care about the giant plot earlier i
0: care about the giant plot when he gets his episode later on
2: yes yeah and becomes a prominent character until they decide to drop him, mm-hmm.
1: like most <sighs> just characters. Like, just like they do with most characters. Before we move on to characters this dislike, I just remembered this because I I wrote this in separate notes. Did anyone catch the Wizard of Oz reference?
0: I feel like yes, but now I can't recite it.
1: The poppy dust. <gasps> the that they used to knock out. Yes,
0: poppies. Poppies will make yep. them sleep.
2: See, yep. I would not have known that because that was cut out of most british versions of the wizard of oz it was because yeah, poppy's
1: a drug in the uk right
2: i mean poppy's a drug um, everywhere yeah it's a drug everywhere i think it was just i don't remember what the i know it's like, it again now yeah i think it was more just because like it was the way in which the uh, stuff aired on tv every so often is that sometimes they had to cut stuff out and like they were just kind of like, this seems stupid <laughs> so just cut it out um I think you can now watch it here when it's on TV with that scene in. But I think they did just cut it out because kind of like, there's no point to this scene. It's just it just makes this whole thing on TV so much longer when it doesn't need to be. But I may be wrong. I can't remember. I, I know I level. never, I didn't see that film, uh, that's part of the film, until a couple of years ago.
1: Also, giving a quick glance towards the Once Upon a Time Wikipedia, which is not our enemy. Not it our actually enemy. is very well put together mm-hmm. um i didn't know that in the original peter pan story there was no mention of rum the disney version is what brought like rum to the pirates on Hook's ship
0: yeah they have that's a lot of the pirate stuff the rum and then yo-ho is from
1: yeah yo yo well, no
0: what am i talking about Yoho's from pirates of the caribbean i don't know why i almost said it was from neverland or uh, peter pan that's wrong that's factually incorrect okay
1: pop quiz for everyone is it magic mirror on the mo- on the wall or is it mirror mirror on the wall
0: Mirror mirror on the wall was the fairest of them all.
1: And what media changed it to Magic Mirror on the Wall?
2: Um it's gonna be something from Disney. Was it the Disney one? It's not. It's not
1: Disney. It's a fairy tale. I'll give you a hint. It's a fairy tale story from DreamWorks.
0: Oh Shrek. Oh, Shrek. Yep.
1: Shrek. (laughs) Because Mirror Mirror on the Wall was copyrighted by Disney. So they had to do Magic Mirror on the Wall fucking disney copywriting everything hey it's 2023 winnie the pooh without the red shirt is in the public domain go have him be a murderer people have already done that
2: boring i was gonna say that came out last year sherlock holmes is also in public domain
0: which i was surprised it wasn't already because i see so much Sherlock. yeah
2: it was already so they it's the rest of the so the the entirety of the series is now so loads of it was before but now the entire sherlock holmes series is now in the in the public domain cool. they just hadn't got all of it
1: <laughs> please do not bring back Beeswill, beeswax send the quill bunch to be sherlock again
2: <laughs> took me a second who uh, as to who you meant
0: speaking of I was, I was like, talking- what are car- what are some characters we disliked in this episode
2: uh the men <laughs>
1: yeah the men, I, I listen. I understand Neil has to do this, like, he's being kind of forced to. I hate the little trope of like the Pulp Fiction briefcase. I don't know if that's gonna ring with you guys. <laughs> there's there's we don't i don't think we ever get to see i think it's oh we do, oh, we day do? Day. okay perfect good I, I, won't, love that. I
2: won't tell you guys okay
1: perfect right. i love that thank you i don't want it's another stupid. instance of the fucking per- of it's the pulp stupid. fiction <laughs> briefcase. Oh, of course it's, it's stupid. stupid i guarantee it's stupid Um uh, so i'll only blame august
2: yeah yeah august. i only blame neil because he doesn't like give her a, like he doesn't say goodbye and he doesn't give her a warning
0: i think well he does that to make her not because he has been convinced he is bad for her, that she is meant for something greater than him and he is not worthy of her. But he knows that they love each other and he knows Emma very well, that he knows she will not, because she literally just was volunteering to like, I'll go to Canada with you. I'll get the watches back with you. Like she will do anything so they can stay together. And if he tells her goodbye, she will be like, what are you talking about? She'll do anything to keep them together. So by letting her... believe that he well he did betray her he did set her up he did double cross her letting her not know he was why he did that letting her hate him is hey, good gonna- question what up
1: i'm sorry keep keep going you're saying you were talking
0: i don't know what's your question
1: no it's a silly question so i need you to keep okay, talking so about the- your serious point
0: okay I'm point. <laughs> so i will give neil a pass because he's like 18 years old, maybe. I think he's a stupid 17, 18-year-old. I'll give him a pass. August, fine. August believes he's doing right by Emma. He has to get her on the right path again. He doesn't... He's an idiot. But as, as stealing cars is going to escalate into other things, something bad's going to happen, Emma. Like, this is not a good path for her to be on in general. Like, we see her later. She's not happy, but she's not um accidentally causing bad things to happen oh, to other people.
2: I was going to say he kind of also doesn't stop that because we do see in later seasons that the moment she leaves prison she does kind of fall back into those habits again.
0: Right, yeah, he August sucks. Um so it's, but he believes <laughs> yeah. he's trying to do the right thing And get Emma back on on her path. It's whatever. I don't agree with him. Um, The problem is he then proceeds to steal 20k from her and then run off and blow it all on his bullshit. So yeah, that's my problem
1: they try and give him a sympathy line of something along the lines of like there's a lot of temptations and it's hard to say no that's not an excuse fuck you you're still a horrible person
0: not an excuse i forgave you for being a kid and leaving the baby there you were seven the baby the baby you were seven august i will forgive you for that you were just a child as well you should not have had this burden put on you you get no such no
2: more sympathy from me I literally, oh, the, the, the smallest, like the sort of like the glitter that you get on a shirt that falls on a floor, that small amount, because he is someone who has grown up with no one in his life. Yes. So no one to guide him in the correct way but for he, at least yeah. at this point in time, maybe 14 years. Mm-hmm. So I can see why he's being a douchebag, but he mm. is still a douchebag
0: still stole 20 grand you owe emma twenty thousand dollars i don't think neil ever mentions that he never says oh you got the car did you also get the money what money and then they proceed to go and punch august just in the gut
1: i believe august is still a puppet man though
2: yeah so they they just hurt their hand <laughs> Fine. They just,
1: No, at that point grab the hatchet dude you're losing an arm and a leg that's how much 20 grand costs we're
2: just gonna pull both uh, your arms off when he then turns back into the human child after they've tacked him to be just suddenly missing an arm. Okay, then, the you, drown,
1: then you drown a wooden puppet. Isn't that a Pinocchio dies in the Disney movie? He drowns.
2: Yes. Which, which also made weird. no sense. Robert, because he's, he he's a tree. Learned. What
1: was
0: your silly question?
1: So my, um, my silly question was going to be, does Bannister Crumble Bench ever show up in this show?
0: No. No
1: okay perfect it's good to know that buttercup Cumber Snatches out in the show ever. you
0: just wanted to say these words that was the actual <laughs> setup for the bit you did
2: just want to say the words
1: i did just want to say bendy noodle crumper bunts
2: all right we did have some really awesome british actors in this though who have gone on to have really big careers and i'd love thankfully
1: we don't have bonky hort cutie brunch
2: so what was our fan no. time moments i see
0: uh, uh the men the, <laughs> i believe all of ours are the same
1: can, <laughs> can mine just be body snatch Cumberbund?
0: uh yeah we're all uh very ashamed of uh being into the captain swan vibes it seems collectively as uh,
2: yeah i basically just said i could have been into it if i didn't know what happened <laughs>
1: The kind of people who are into Captain Swan are also the kind of people who like BBC Sherlock and seeing Beanie Bag Cabbage Patch.
0: I was super into BBC Sherlock and during my Doctor Who phase, so you'll have to forgive me. Mm. Wait, hold on. I'm just going to ask.
2: but you a Super who
0: person? I absolutely was. I was shameful. I was peak cringe. Okay. Oh. <laughs>
1: I thankfully missed out and I'm still missing out on the supernatural craze. I was only Doctor Who and Sherlock.
0: Nah, man. I, and it was like separate. It's not like I was like, "Oh, I like like Doctor Who." and I should also watch these because the internet likes it. No, I liked Doctor Who and because I was watching BBC America around the same time that Sherlock started, so I'm like, oh, I'll watch Sherlock too. And then I was like, oh, this show Supernatural seems fun. I should watch it too. So it actually, I didn't get into each of the shows because of Super Who Lock. I actually did like them separately and then learned that the internet had put them together. But here's what's actually peak cringe. I didn't even write fanfic or create fan art. I was just this quiet little consumer of all the things. So I didn't even contribute to the cringe. I just existed. Existed in it which i think is worse
2: no no the existing in it is good because at least that <laughs> means you were not you were you were not them
0: i mean yeah no i was super into it but facts yeah, yeah. they
2: used to be cool and then they like, took it too far and i'm just like people why do you hate everyone else That's i problem. still
1: do want the doctor to meet, or at least i still wanted the doctor to have met sherlock like matt smith doctor maybe to have met Bertie b crispy sex but you know
0: i saw you look at your screen you have a list you're not even coming up with them you're reading off a goddamn list i'm calling you out i'm putting you on
1: blast i'm coming i am reading from a list you are correct because (laughs) i'm not creative enough to come up with alternative names for benadryl claritin i'm
0: gonna need you to like give credit where credit is due Drop the list. I'm not shit. Send, no, you them know what? I, Send them their flowers. Send them their flowers.
1: I am the genius who's coming up with all these, like, blunderbuss cuddle stash.
0: Fran spelt my name with two R's, and I'm devastated.
2: Where? What? the notes. Did I? Oh, no. Uh, if it helps, I was writing these notes I'm at half one in the you. morning. I am giving you a hard time. It is totally fine. I do not care. No, it's also, I also did call Erin Eric. Yeah, uh, I was, was going to so. say, yeah. shout out
1: to our Percy Jackson podcasting friend Erin from Camp Path Pod. Uh, Fran did call her Eric, <laughs> without yeah. even putting the word prince in front of it. Wow, I can't believe you're homophobic. Uh, final thoughts, anyone?
2: Um, needs more gay. Absolutely needs more gay. Uh, um, should have been. They should have hired child actors. Yep.
0: Should have. Should have. Oh, given- sorry, Darren. No, just, we were exactly on the same vibe. Like exactly. <laughs> Vibe length, of
2: <gasps> wavelength.
1: I forgot to put final thoughts, so instead I'll say bumble goof fiddlesticks.
2: <laughs> fiddlesticks is a good word. I love that word.
1: What about Bulbasaur Charmander pants?
2: <laughs> That's just an insult to Pokemon.
1: It is Buffalo factory pants.
2: As always, if you want to support Entering Storybrook, you can do so by heading over to our Instagram, at StorybrookePod, which is also the same on Twitter. And of course, let your friends know about Entering Storybrooke so we can get more people to tune in, because we're going to be doing this for a long while, so be sure to stay tuned.
0: And remember, if you meet a giant, talk to them reasonably, and maybe you won't die.